to promote your freedom by inspiring you to live healthier. In the process, it is hoped that you will become less dependent on our flawed health care system, less dependent on medications, and more emboldened to live life to its fullest, unrestrained by the physical constraints of poor health. For some of you, this book will help to maintain your health. For others, it will help reclaim it. In either case, it will help to strengthen your mind so you can strengthen your body. The focus of this book, and my reason for writing it, is to create a medical foundation for you that will give you a better understanding of medical topics, and will, in turn, empower you to take charge of your own health. Cholesterol, blood pressure, diet and weight management, exercise, sleeping habits, and the role of nature in health are some of the topics discussed in full here, along with suggestions for optimum actions, behaviors, or treatments. The chapters all end with a helpful summary of tips. The back of the book has numerous references, fully cited and listed by chapters, and there is a full index. Medicine, the best and worst of times. A Tale of Two Cities, Charles Dickens' inspiring story, opens with the classic line, It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. He was talking about the political and social life of Europe in the late 18th century, with a particular emphasis on the French Revolution. At the beginning, he related a cryptic message about someone being recalled to life after having been unjustly jailed in the Bastille for seventeen years. It is not difficult to draw parallels to that phrase when discussing medicine in this time, an age of extraordinary medical advancements overall. On the plus side, the best of times include a technology that is unprecedented in its ability to help establish an accurate diagnosis, newer medicines continually being developed that are offering reasons for hope where there were none, and physicians who are increasing their skills by refining them and narrowing their scope, becoming more specialized in the process. The result of all this is seemingly unlimited potential for the world of medicine to help as never before. Yet, with all these advancements, there come many problems, which is where the other half of Dickens' sentence about the worst of times comes into play. Those problems include a fairly significant portion of society that still has a limited access to medical care, and an even larger percentage that is worrying about how they are going to pay for the new technology, the new medicines, and the more specialized physicians. When factoring in the additional frustrations of dealing with the seemingly endless bureaucracy of health insurance companies, it is easy to see why people are not as happy about the advances as they could be. These contrasts are even greater if you look at the realm of personal health care. Because of all the medical advances, people are actually living longer. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, report that the average life expectancy for men rose to 74.4 years in 2001, representing an incredible three-year increase compared to ten years earlier. 
and the death rates for the three perpetually leading causes of death—cancer, heart disease, and strokes—were found to consistently decline during this same time period. More people are exercising. More people are watching their diets. Yet, taken as a whole, society appears to be less healthy. As a nation, Americans are gaining weight in record numbers. According to the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, NHANES, over 64% of Americans, roughly two out of every three adults, were considered overweight in the year 2000. Approximately 31% of the population, 59 million people, were considered outright obese. With this weight gain, the expected impact on diabetes...